listening to The Cooler Ring, a podcast made for manufacturing marketers. Here are Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Welcome to The Cooler Ring, a podcast for manufacturing marketers brought to you by Cooler Partners. My name is Jeff White and joining me today, as ever, is Carmen Perry. Carmen, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Jeff. It, uh, it's uh, great to be joining you. And look, today is one of those uh, times when you kind of almost like flashback to the early days of Web 2.0, you know, when you're... Remember, like when people actually blogged on a personal <laughs> level at a yeah. consistent basis, um, and uh, of course, it seemed like there was a period of time where, like, half of the blog content out there was about blogging, um, and uh, it really was. So, it was so, the Robert Scopel effect. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a podcast about podcasting for manufacturers. So yeah, uh, kind of a, a twenty twenty one take on the blogging about blogging. Absolutely, and I mean. <laughs> Podcasting is interesting because, you know, every other time that we record an episode, you know, people talk about, you know, I, I really would like to be able to do this for our for our organization, or I really want to get, you know, I'm really interested in podcasting, and, or, you know, it, it's still, it still is a bit of a new thing, and it feels like it's difficult to get into. Yeah, it's a, I don't know, it's a new old thing, I suppose, isn't mm -hmm. it? Um, but uh, at the same time, you're quite right. I think a lot of... Uh, uh, manufacturing organizations are kind of looking at uh, maybe their peers or, or or just others in the space saying, hmm, like, you know, they're having some success over there and, and building some community, and maybe there's a there there. And uh, I will be curious to see how much the clubhouse effect kind of increases mm -hmm. interest in kind of audio content too. And, uh, yeah. If there's any kind of uh, overlap there. But, yeah, yeah. Certainly a resurgence or a surge in uh, in new applications and ways of thinking about audio and video and sharing and creating co-creating content so and, yeah i mean when you look like me it was always audio was just an obvious choice so you know? much like, come on so um, much yeah like video podcast what no um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be on a screen <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless yeah but i i think you know one thing that any initiative of this type requires is that you really need an ambassador within your organization who is going to be able to take the reins of, of a, you know, a journey like this and run with it and kind of be the, the face and, and voice of it. And the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so we happen to have an ambassador with us who is, is doing this at, uh, at his company. Chris Granger is uh, engineering and services manager, as well as a podcast host of the eco asks why podcast. And uh, thanks very much for joining us, Chris. Well, thank you for having me. Chris, I've got to tell you, um, uh, uh, like you've got a better mic than than we do, uh, and this is not the balance of power that we're used to no, having on a, on a podcast. True. But it's gonna, nice though. I'm going to try to get through it. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, Chris. Thank you for joining us. And, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, they 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 blessed me with this mic, so you know uh, it's all good here, man. You got good good equipment over there too. I can tell. <laughs> I remember going to see a uh, presentation with the uh, Terry O'Reilly, um, which if you're not a Canadian, you're probably not going to know, but he hosts an advertising radio show and podcast on the CBC here in Canada. Um, and uh, somebody once asked him, you know, why do you sound so good? You know, because he was giving a presentation in a library and the sound quality wasn't great. He goes, because my mic cost $70,000. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he figured that out. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, please, uh, let's just start by getting a bit of a deeper introduction to you and uh, the ECO uh, organization. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. And again, thank you again. It's an honor to be here. So I, I've been with Eco for right at 20 years. I co-opted with them when I was in college and got to got to learn about different things around electrical distribution. And and the, the one thing that kept coming up is just the people and, and, and helping people in manufacturing and uh, industry out there that we support. So graduated. And when I, when I graduated from Old Dominion University, I had a, a job waiting as a, as a sales engineer at ECO. And since then had many different roles. I've been here 20 years. I don't think I've ever held the same role for more than maybe three. So it's uh, always been an opportunity to try different things. And um, recently in about 2018, took the, the engineering and services manager position and over to Carolinas and had a crazy idea to, man, why don't we start a podcast stuff and, you know, ride around to uh, all of our regions in the Carolinas, listening to a lot of radio and, and podcasts. And I think about after the 20th time of Gary V saying, if you, go, if you don't start a podcast, you're an idiot. I was like, all right, it's time to do this, you know? And uh, so you know, put a, uh, a business plan together, if you will, and called, uh, called a meeting with a few executives and asked for some time with them to talk about this crazy idea and, and pitched it to them. And the question was, do you think you can actually do it? And my answer was, I don't know, but I would like to try, <laughs> you know, uh, but we had a good structure and a good vision and, and, and they were gracious and, and let us get this mic and a, and a, a soundboard and, that's basically it. And we were, we were all to the races. I built some sound panels for our studio to turn into my home studio. And, um, from there, it's just been a, a, a roller coaster of guests and we're about 70 plus guests now. And, and we just released this week, our 100th episode, which is kind of crazy. So it's been, a, been a lot of fun. Well, congratulations. That's yeah. a, that's a great milestone. Thank you. Yeah, that's fantastic. It, um, and and the ego asks why is is really all about that kind of um, kind of getting to know the the people that make up the business, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And uh, not it, just on the company end either. You're interviewing customers. And oh, it's it's yeah, it's completely focused outward. Now we have do have some interviews with the, uh, eco personnel, but primarily our focus is on industry itself, the people that are out there working, making it happen our vendor network and the community there. And we have basically a theme of, of, of the episodes. We have idea episodes and hero episodes, the ideas on the topics in manufacturing and industry out there. And, uh, we, we, we always say that the tagline is, is, is not salesy. If it's, if it turned into a commercial, we're going to uh, fix that during recording uh, and, and try to get everyone back on track because we don't, we're not trying to sell anything. We're trying to help people. And then the hero is all about the, the, their personal journeys and, and what, how they got to where they are in their careers. And then we, we always like to, during the hero conversations, talk about what they do outside of work because we're not, we're not just people who work. We actually have lives outside of work. So we found our, our listeners really like the hero conversations and how we get to that personal uh, element with, with each guest. Yeah, I was going to say, do you uh, have you noticed a kind of a consistent pattern in terms of uh, listener preference between uh, episode types? It's really split pretty evenly, but you can definitely tell the heroes are starting to gain more traction. I mean, even with people, I, I get feedback like from my my beautiful wife, and she's like, "I don't listen to your ideas because I don't understand what you guys do, but I love the heroes because <laughs> I, I get she's in human resources. She's like, and I just love to hear people's stories and how they got you know." 
to where they're at. And, and that's something that, that she really just enjoys. And I think we've, we've been getting consistent feedback that the hero conversations are definitely uh, a lot of fun. Oh man. I, I think, you know, there's, there's just something about, you know, hearing a personal story, you know, as you can see on the, well, you're not going to be able to see it in the, uh, in the recording of the podcast, but back on our wall here behind us, you know, people matter, objects don't, it's certainly, you know, really the, the core of our essence. So mm. I can understand why that, drives such uh, such preference absolutely yeah i think uh, i mean uh, this is a a tale as long as uh, uh, as time that we we know people um you know have that innate uh, interest in other people and yeah. their stories at that and, and um it, it has it is interesting to see and we, we've had a couple of guests recently on the show that have um uh, talked about how they've really leverage that level of personal connection in business. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I, th I think you're seeing people more and more comfortable talking about that, which is kind of, yeah. yeah. It used to seem like a little witchy woo or something before, <laughs> or a little too soft or something. Yeah. Right? Have you found, Chris, that the the longer you've been at it, the the more, you know, the, how, how, how do you feel your interviewing skills have grown since then? And is that something that you've cultivated before you became a podcast host or, or is it really just in the last couple of years? Uh, it's just within the last year. So, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I have had business development training and if you are in BDM, you know, in a B2B role, you have to know how to make a conversation and keep it going and get to the next point. But so far as being behind the mic and being a, a host, when I listen to some of our first episodes, I'm like, Ooh, wow. <laughs> you know? So, so it's come a long way, but it's, 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 I still have a long way to go. I'm by no means have this figured out. I just enjoy, I, I'm, I guess there's a, a greater comfort level behind the mic, if you will, as I'm sure you, both of you have experienced as you, as you get those at bats, you get those reps, you just get more comfortable. And the big thing for me is I'm never focused on me. It's always about the guest. And what can I do as the host to put the best spotlight on them uh, and to make it a really good experience for, for them coming on the show? Because if they come on the show and they enjoy it, they get some value out of it. It helps their company. It helps their business. It helps just them personally. They may give me a referral to another wonderful guest. And that happens all the time. And that's really, uh, I just love that snowball effect. But it's, it's all, again, all about serving others uh, at the highest level that I can. Chris, I'm curious um, if you had to pick one, um, uh, like the, the biggest uh, impact that the podcast has had thus far on the organization. What would you say it is? It would, for that's for me is pretty simple. It's an the alignment between our marketing team and our engineering and services team. That's been the biggest impact. You know, we, we're, we're building content together now. We even have an engineering and services slash marketing meeting every month with my team, the marketing team, and the marketing manager is actually the producer of the podcast. He's a really great friend of mine. His name's Adam Sheets. He, he's, he's kind of behind the curtain. He's telling me when I'm, when I'm screwing up and uh, give, getting me on track when the, uh, during the interviews. So, but he and I, we, we work really closely together, but we've pulled our teams together now. So our, the, my engineering and services team who are, you know, degreed engineers, really talented and individuals, they know about marketing metrics like clicks and, 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 
and those types of rates that are that we're looking at to see views and what's working and what's not from a marketing standpoint. And now marketing understands what my engineering and services team is important to them for the IIoT and industry 4.0 and smart manufacturing. They're, they're getting those dots. So it's just bringing us all together and we're building campaigns and uh, trying to take this content and repurpose it. And, and I even have, you know, my, my team, we're writing blogs and just trying to do things, uh, case studies that, that move the ball down the field and we're not so isolated now. We're, we're, we're just one unit really. And uh, we know what's important to marketing and they know what's important to us. And it's just really uh, just brought us all together. Man, I, uh, I don't think, uh, I, I, I love when uh, you kind of can look outside of your organization and it's damned hard to find somebody that looks like you. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a, it's an interesting kind of moment. And I can't think of a lot of folks that would have engineering and marketing that tight. And, and, and certainly not being brought together by a marketing and community building vehicle like a podcast. That is not hosted by the marketing team at all yeah. or driven by the marketing team, really. <laughs> I mean, it, it must be more integrated now than when you started, I, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, well, now with, with again, Adam and I, we're, we're in lockstep. I mean, we're, we're talking every day. Uh, we, we, we're, we use Microsoft Teams, so we're always, you know, pinging each other on, through the chat. And, and we're definitely uh, just one unit now. I mean, it was, I guess it was uh, an idea I brought forth to the team, but when, even when I brought it forth to the executives, I had Adam there with me uh, to, to present it from, cause I knew I can't do this by myself. You know, I, I recognize there are shortcomings that I have from a marketing standpoint and just from a, from an audio being able to pull off a podcast and he had that background. So uh, it really worked out to have that, that teamwork approach. And uh, from there we've just grown out and I've brought some engineering I guess you would say practices to our podcast and how we actually perform it because I'm a process driven person, everything, you know, structure, everything. So, you know, I've been able to take some of my engineering um, training and really apply that and down to our scheduling and things like that. And Adam, he just takes it and runs with it. And now we have a new team member, Andy Thrower. She, she, she's taking things that we're doing and with this video component and trying to, to sharpen our edges there and, uh, it's just been a, a really good evolution. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it evolves with the um, with, with the uh, more recent introduction of video as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I think that that's going to uh, open up a lot of interesting distribution uh, options for you and kind of uh, content repurpose options over time. That uh, uh, it, uh, it, And I'll also be curious to hear any feedback from you as to if you start finding guests or... Um, harder to come by i'm curious if people are camera shy too i haven't run into that yet the biggest thing i've run into and when we started video i warned them i said look guys you know i i do i have the face for audio this is not something that we need to be throwing a camera on with chris but you know i've kind of gotten over that but the biggest like i guess hesitant people are most hesitant around i'm not a hero and and, and i have to tell them say look you are a hero. You know, you, you're, you're in manufacturing, you're making product that's impact, impacting people around the world, no matter where you're at in manufacturing, what, what you do ties to other things most likely. And, and that impacts people all over the world. And I said, that's, that's a story worth telling. And they get over that, you know? So, I mean, it, it's, and once they get into the moment and we get the flow and I kind of 
try to get them eased up about being comfortable about talking about themselves, we have a lot of fun with that. Nice. Yeah. I have to, I have to imagine that, uh, you know, if it, people are okay talking about themselves. If you just kind of give them license to do so and a, and a way of thinking about it and a way of delivering that they'll generally open up. Um, it, it's been pretty rare that that hasn't happened with our show, I would say. Are your digital marketing efforts bringing in too many junk leads? Stop wasting time and distracting your sales team. Account-based marketing can help give your marketing strategy the laser focus on qualified buyers that you need to increase your pipeline velocity, close more deals, and grow your business faster. We've created a sample manufacturing ABM plan to help you get started. Download the sample manufacturing ABM plan at bit.ly slash sample abm that's bit dot ly slash sample abm so you one of the things you, you mentioned a moment ago was just around how you've brought process into this to ensure that things run smoothly and, and planning all of that i'd like to spend a little bit just kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of of how you do this and what you're thinking about as, as you go through it just because i as i mentioned before i think there are a lot of people who just would like to know how this is done and, and see how the sausage is made. So, yeah, tell us a bit about about how you uh, how you run the show. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, again, the focus is the customer or the guest experience, if you will. So we really focus hard. I, I typically start with a 15 minute conversation around just brainstorming because I, I want to get those initial butterflies out out of their stomach. And then get some ideas in my head on where we could go. Could it, is this an idea conversation? Is it a, a hero or is it both? Or is it multiple ideas? So we have that brainstorming session. I typically follow up with some pre-canned questions that I've worked through based off that brainstorming session. They're not the same for each guest. Typically, I do modify them, you know, particularly from idea to idea. And then I'll send them to the guests. And so I'll give them a chance to review and to understand where the conversation could go. And I always put in there, please add, delete, or modify anything you want, because I want to make sure this conversation goes into a, down a road or a path that you desire. So once we, we get that ironed out, we, we set up a recording time. We talk through video or audio. And if they're not, if they don't want to do the video, we'll do audio only. And we have these these bumpers and these, these backdrop images that we can still put it on YouTube. It just won't have the actual video. So we, we, we have a workaround for that. And, and I tell everybody who's asked about a podcast, the fun, the easy time uh, is when the mic's hot. I mean, that's, that's the easiest time of the whole deal. So when the mic's hot, we're, we're doing that recording, we're working through that. And then it's all post-production and that's where Adam and Andy, they, they take the, the bulk of the heavy lifting. They do a lot of the, the editing of the audio and the video. I write all the show notes. They proofread the show notes. So it's really a back and forth. And we have, I guess, a, a big piece of advice I would have for, the, for your listeners. Get organized with some, with some form of, of release schedule. And that release schedule for us is, is the Bible. And, that, and we go through... Okay, here's who's been recorded. Here's what's scheduled. Here's what's not scheduled. Here are the blogs that are associated with that with that episode. Here are the links, you know, their personal headshots or the, their personal links that they want to have in the show notes. So it's a pretty detailed document, but it keeps us on the same page. And it also has 
there is a responsibility and who's who's doing what next. So we can look at that document right now and say, okay, that's in Chris's court, that's in Adam's court, that's in Andy's court. And we all know at, at, at any moment in time, it's a live document on Teams where everything sits. So it just kind of brings a little bit of of uh, peace and and to the craziness that it can be when you when you are recording so much. And then the next thing we try to do is we try to really stack up a recording days and make the most out of those days and get multiple guests within one day too, just because just maximizing everybody's time. Uh, so there's some, some things like that have really helped us, you know, keep the the experience at a high level, but, but really be efficient at the same time. I really do like the idea of recording a whole bunch of episodes at one time. Ours are spread out quite sporadic. <laughs> so you just, you're in between sales calls and, and other things. All right, time to record a podcast. But uh, it does break up the day nicely. Yeah, yeah. I suppose though, you, you know, compartmentalizing the time would uh, would help on a number of fronts for sure. Um, I'm interested, Chris. Uh, Hundred episodes in, um, how are the how, how is the leadership feeling about this initiative? It's it's been very positive. I actually had a long meeting with our COO yesterday, and and we were talking about the podcast and where it's at and. Nothing but smiles there. I mean, they, they definitely are supportive. Uh, we have several of our, even our board members who have, uh, even one has been on as a guest. Uh, so it's from, from the executive level to leadership level, they definitely see the value in it and understand that, uh, you know, we're, we're having a chance to, to be a thought leader, to be an influencer. Uh, and for, for a electrical distributor, that's a, a great place to be because you typically, I mean, you think about just a distribution business, we're not making this stuff, you know, we're, we're selling other people's goods. So anytime we can put our brand in front and, and be the thought leader there and, and it's a good thing. So I think it's been received very well. One of the things um, I'm interested in, have you found that, Having the podcast as a media property has enabled you to do things that maybe you weren't able to do before, just as a, an electrical distributor. Yeah, I mean, we we've definitely it so far as it's given us a chance to learn how to do some of these things that we've never done before and be more comfortable with that. Where in the past, as an electrical distributor, simple things like webinars to educational type content that you want to put out there for, for your, for your clients. We would lean a lot on our vendor community to lead those, but now we've got the podcast underneath us and we aren't, we understand how to actually deliver some of these things ourselves. I found over the last six months doing more with my team directly on creating customer centric type events where maybe we're leading, we're actually in front leading the content. Uh, around, you know, these specific industry niche type topics. And now we know how to promote them better. We know how to get the, 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 the people in the seats to actually attend. We have a follow-up process. So all the things that we've, we've kind of learned with the podcast, we've been able to apply to some of these things from, a, from an educational standpoint, webinars, case studies, and things like that. So I guess that would be the biggest area of impact for us there. Yeah, I... I I think what it enables you to do and the confidence it gives you to be able to 
you know, bring that uh, that skill and that understanding of the of the medium and 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 the distribution and, and delivery of it is really a, a big, you know, th- there's a lot there's a lot of learnings there. Yeah, it makes a makes a webinar or what have you not know, seem like as heavy a lift. Yeah, you know, yeah. when you're recording a podcast on, <laughs> on a very regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to dig in a little bit uh, to how, as you're interviewing and you're doing these idea based episodes and these hero episodes, um, how have you? You know, you, you mentioned that you're brainstorming early on before you record the show. Um, how are you really getting to the bottom of of uh, of what it is, especially in the I think the hero episodes are probably they probably take care of themselves in a lot of ways. But I think the idea episodes, you know, you're trying to find a topic out of, um, you know, whatever it is, whether it's one of your vendors or, or one of your customers or what have you. You know, how are you getting down to something that is worth talking about? And uh, and kind of creating an idea around that. Like, are are you focusing on product? Are you focusing on um, application of those products? Or where where are you going with that? Yeah, it's it's really focused on solutions, and, and we really don't talk product. I mean, that's kind of the the thing. It's the the whole theme is people and ideas over product. So we actually, you know, that's that's at the core of what we do. So I get a lot of ideas just by quite frankly, listening and, and watching LinkedIn and a lot of the groups that were, that I'm a member of and clubhouse and what people, what are people talking about and, and trying to get the ideas that are out there that, that sometimes seem a little fuzzy and okay, well, let's pin them down and actually peel back a few layers of the onion and understand, you know, deeper and, you know, simple things like cyber, cyber security, you know, that's all sorts of, t- of idea topics that we've, we've t- talked about because everyone has a little different approach or there's a little different road or avenue we could take with that. And sometimes we'll spend those, those idea themes into the little mini series. We've did a, we did a power series. We, um, you know, we, we, we've had several out there on o- OT and, and how things are working there from an industrial network standpoint. So it's really just watching it's listening to our vendor community for one, because they, they have the solutions and, and the new the think the new things that are coming to market. But more importantly, I get the idea, I the best ideas from the end users, from the industrials themselves, that okay, you're working on this this problem that, that you have out there. What solutions do you are you considering? And and I'll figure out they'll give me those solutions. Oh, well, that may be something we're considering. I just had this conversation with an integrator yesterday. And talking about retrofitting for an integrator in the future, and now it's a podcast idea. It's, it's so we're going to be recording together, and it just come from just conversations and, and listening with intent. I, I think one of the other things that's really interesting about you know hosting a podcast and getting to have all of these conversations. I mean, otherwise, how would you have you know an extra hundred conversations in a year? You know, with with, uh, with people is you're also able to connect the dots between, you know, different people. Like I, I know we've had a number of guests on where they've talked about something or raised an issue with something. And then we're like, oh, we had a guest on a few weeks ago who talked about that very thing. You know, I can connect you with that. Have have you found that the community you're creating goes beyond um, just Eco and its relationships with its customers and vendors? Absolutely. I mean, that that's the biggest thing that I think I've seen, you know, where, where we're, it's across the, the country and now we, we're downloaded and on all seven continents. And I had a, a 
she's she's working on her doctorate in England around manufacturing, believe it or not. Found Eco asked why and set up a, a a meeting with me just to talk about IoT and Industry 4.0 and things that I'm learning from the guests. So it's it's getting a much broader reach than we ever imagined for sure, and it, it's really. Uh, just quite humbling when you think about it, but it's it's bringing value. That's a good thing because we're we're getting positive feedback, and uh, it, it definitely has opened up some avenues for us. I wonder, on a personal level, Chris, what's been the, the biggest surprise for you over the last year? What did you not see coming? I didn't see coming. First of all, just the amount of work. I thought it'd be a lot easier, but it's <laughs> just to be honest, it's it's a lot harder than, than I thought, but. You know, personally, just how how much of a blessing it's been. I'm just going to be honest. It's just been a blessing. I mean, who would have thought I've been able to talk to, you know, extremely high-level executives at some top companies in the world, all the way down to people who are just graduating college, getting ready to start their, their, their careers in manufacturing and industry. And I cherish every one of them. And just the, the, the relationships, even though we may be only recording together for an hour, you know, and I still just, I, I've made a, a friend and I feel that way. And, and I have a, 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 a really cool vehicle to help them. Uh, and, and just, I just think it helps so many people. And then we had this, this women in engineering series we did with 11 guests and, and, and I have two daughters they are, they're eight and 10 years old and they listen to every one of those episodes. And now they'll, they'll come up to me. Well, Hey, did you realize that, that this girl, she, you know, she traveled Europe and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I was the one interviewing her, but, you know, <laughs> and, uh, but they were just like, you know, they're, they're inspired, you know, they're like, well, this is really cool. I had no idea. Like, this is kind of what you do and you, and this is the industry that you're in. So I, it's, it's whole, this whole idea around STEM. And cause I tell you the consistent theme I'm hearing from every guest, we talk about hurdles in the industry and I don't know what you guys are hearing, but it's, it's workforce attrition and the skills gap out there. And, and I mean, it's across the board. So if we can be impacting the next generation and maybe just shedding a little light on what industry really is about or, or manufacturing or, or, or even marketing, how that could support industry, I think it's a good thing. And it's been, that's been a big impact on me. That's really, really cool. And, it is. Uh, My son is our, is our biggest listener. <laughs> He's 13. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is a it's a slow way to grow a fan base <laughs> yeah no it's weird grade eight kids just really don't care uh, <laughs> my dad has a podcast be quiet <laughs> i think that's a a really lovely place to to leave it and and i i'm I'm so interested and uh, and glad to hear kind of what this has brought to, uh, both to you and to and to Eco and uh, and your growing community. So um, thank you very much for sharing with ours. Oh, this has been a, this has been a pleasure. I think you guys are doing a great job, and just thank you again for for having me on. Chris, not at all. It's been our pleasure. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening to the Cooler Ring with Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Don't miss a single manufacturing marketing insight. Subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring. 